Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. If you've got your Bibles with you this morning, I want you to turn with me to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2, and we're going to share with you this concluding message in the series that we've been in now for some time, Walking in Wisdom. And I believe that in part, you are going to move from stumbling blocks to stepping stones because as you are being challenged and being discipled by the word of the Lord that is active and living sharper than any two-edged sword it is piercing our hearts our minds our lives and it is imparting knowledge and understanding to us as we begin to move and operate in the wisdom of God we will begin to assess things in our lives differently and as we begin to assess things differently we begin to have a different perspective of problem and faith Sometimes the problems can so drown out our faith and our perspective of God. But I believe as as we've been looking in this word and as you continue to study, because let me just give you a side note here on this this series of messages about wisdom, uh, the wisdom of God. Not one week have I ever struggled to find content for the messages. My challenge week in and week out was not what to put in but what could I afford to leave out because it the the scripture is so replete with counsel in this area and wisdom that's there set before us I had to decide okay what can I not say that's there to be said that that it'll still be a complete message but it won't be two hours long and all God's people said amen Amen. I don't want y'all calling me Pharaoh. You know Pharaoh, he, he wouldn't let God's people go. Amen. So, I've, I've been in a few services with some Pharaohs before, you know, just, just holding God's people, and I, I don't want to be that to you. But, but the Bible is, is so replete with this, so I want to challenge you, I want to encourage you just to, just to study it, just to read it, to understand it, to seek to understand it, and to meditate on it day and night and spend time with Jesus and seek the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, the direction of the Holy Spirit in your life and pursue the wisdom of God. Because I'm telling you, church, much of the reason that we languish in defeat as opposed to march forward and advance in victory is because we have not understood the ways of the Lord we have not fully understood what what how to navigate life in a wise godly wisdom kind of way and therefore we end up with more stumbling blocks than we do stepping stones but I want to tell you something today this is exactly why Paul wrote to the church at Rome and said that we know that God is working all things together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purposes listen listen this thing that you're facing today this thing that you're facing next week this thing that 
that is looming on the horizon of your life that is challenging you so bad right now understand this God is working that for your good it's a challenge now to build strength in you to put some kind of temper in your spirit that you wouldn't have had otherwise God is working it out God is working for you but you've got to have the wisdom to understand it will it be pleasurable not always will it be comfortable not likely but if you will hang on to the understanding that you have from God that he's going to work it out that he's going to see you through and you walk in that wisdom and you stand in that wisdom and you apply the principles of the word to your life you will be full and you will be free and you will be abundant in Christ Jesus amen 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 so um last week we referenced how that simply following the instructions in this word you know they say life doesn't come with an owner's manual or uh, any instructions but that's wrong it does and here it is here's your operator's manual right here and if you and I just very simply follow to the letter of the law the things that are here we would have a better life but the fact of the matter is Jesus didn't come and die for you to have a better life he came for you to have an abundant life he came for you to have a full life so what we've got to understand is this is not about the mechanics of doing what's in this word for, for the instructional value but it's about recognizing that there is a rock that is high than I there's somebody who knows better than me and it's bringing my life and offering before him and yielding in totality and submission to the lordship of Jesus Christ and saying spirit lead me God inform me enlighten me illuminate my thoughts my heart my mind so that my because I understand my limitations and I understand that my knowledge is finite but when I find the end of me I've just started to find the beginning of you So I've been encouraging you now for several weeks to pursue wisdom, to pursue this wisdom for your life. And, and I want to, this morning, I hope I can conclude by offering you a little motivation. Number one, because I don't want you to stop pursuing wisdom just because we move on to a different topic next week or we talk about the vision of the church and then we roll into another series of messages the week thereafter or whatever I, I want you to continue to pursue because the the word is so full of instruction about this I want you to continue to pursue and I, I can't encourage you for weeks to walk in wisdom without offering you some motivation I want to ask you a question I want to ask you this question this morning how many of you would say that life often feels draining? It's just, I'm, you know, I'm tired is the mantra of our generation, isn't it? It's just, it's, it's almost like a badge of honor to be wore out. Just, how are you today? I'm tired. You know, it, it's, it's just, it's like this thing, you know, and, and, and I, I don't fully understand that. Um, I, I'm a recovering workaholic, meaning that I still am. But I, what I do, I, I hopefully do as unto the Lord, and, and I understand it's my call and it's my purpose and it's, it's not draining but it's rather fulfilling and when I get to the point that it becomes more draining than it is fulfilling I then understand that there's a problem in my life 
And, and, and tired oftentimes doesn't have as much to do with the exertion of ministry, uh, the exertion of energy as much as it does with then would be, wouldn't you rather for life to be fruitful? To look on a life at a life that seems to be take, 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 take. And rather than, rather than have that perspective to be looking on at a life that's like, wow, this is abundant. This is fruitful. This is fulfilling. This is what I had in mind when I yielded my life to Christ and I asked him to come into my heart and I surrendered to his lordship. This is what I had in mind. And I want to tell you today that walking in true wisdom yields an abundance of produce in our lives. I've never one time sowed a seed and, and not stand back with ardent expectation. You ever sow a seed and say, eh, whatever? No, no. My, Pastor Lisa will tell you sometimes I, I sow those grass seed and I'm out there in the yard with a magnifying glass two days later just, you know. I'm, I'm looking for something. I'm, I'm expecting. And, and I'm telling you that as you begin to sow wisdom into your life, you need to have that same expectation that it's getting ready to it's getting ready to germinate in your life and it's getting ready to spring up and it's getting ready to bear produce spiritual fruit in your life. And I, I want to share with you several of those things today. And I want to encourage you that this, this idea, and, and this is why I want to urge you today, it's, it's about a pursuit. It's an active pursuit, and it's worth pursuing. Proverbs chapter 2. Let me get into my message here because I've not started yet. Sorry. Proverbs chapter 2. We're going to read the words of Solomon here to his young son. He said, my son, beginning in verse 1, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and you lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding and he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk up rightly now as we're reading through that passage of scripture there today i don't know about you but something caught my attention as i was passing through as i was passing through that 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 section of scripture there i realized that there is an emphasis on a number of actions we sing that song get, get up get up get up get up out of that grave it's an emphasis on an action that, that we, we shake off the old man and the things that held us before and we get up and we pursue the direction of the Holy Spirit for our lives. And this is, this is such a thing here that Solomon is saying, hey, there's an active pursuit here. He says, first of all, receive the word. Do you know that you can come into this place week in and week out out of nothing but vain obligation and sit on a pew and hear a word and leave unchallenged and therefore unchanged? As we allow our minds to drift and think about whatever else it is while we fulfill our weekly obligation to come to the house of the Lord just because we're good Christians. 
But it's not just simply about coming to the house of the Lord and hearing somebody else expound a word. It's also about getting into your word on a regular basis. I'm not saying you have an hour, two hours, three hours a day just to sit around and read the word. But I am telling you, if you don't get anything but a verse, a nugget, a line, a principle, a precept, every day that you live, your spiritual man needs to be nourished on the word of the Lord. It needs to hear from God on a daily basis and you need to understand that and you need to read that word and you need to listen and you need to meditate and then it says treasure the commands we're to we're to not only just hear that but just like value it and cherish it you know we have we have the bible itself in 15 different translations you've probably got 45 copies in your house You've got, you've got an abundance of translations available to you on your mobile device. We've got it on our computers. We've got it everywhere. But do you know there are places in the world where all they get is a Bible among a community and they will cut it up and they will take pages out of it and they will pass page after page after page to person and they will just have that one page and they will read it over and over and over again because it doesn't matter whether it's in the full or whether it's in part. It is life in the heart of the hearer and they receive that word and they pursue the wisdom of God in as much as they have the revelation in the depth thereof they pursue the word of God and they, they treasure that command and it says incline your ear to listen incline your ear to listen let me tell you something <clears throat> I may be nosy Just a little bit. Because what can happen to me, Lee, is I can be having a conversation with you. Okay? And somebody else can be having a conversation over here. And it is nothing against you, nothing personal. But what they're saying is a lot more interesting to me in the moment. And I can stand here and I can look at you and I can say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have inclined my ear to hear what's being said over here because I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. And, and I want to hear what's happening over here. So I incline my ear. I'm going to tell you something, church. There are, there's a lot of noise in this world. There's a lot of conversations going around. There's a lot of talking heads. There are people that are paid week in and week out, night after night to get on the television and to, and to confuse you and to stir you up and, to, and just to get you bothered and everything. But I'm telling you, there's gonna, be a, there's gonna be something in the life of the child of God where you're gonna have to incline your ear, where you're gonna have to see all that chatter going on around you, but you're gonna have to say, wait a minute now, there's something that interests me more than anything that's being said in this world and it is the word that flows from the heart of God and I, I'm going to see it going on and I'm going to hear the noise but I'm going to turn my attention and incline my ear to hear the word of God now apply your heart to seek understanding now some people say this now and if, if this is you don't it, it's okay I'm going to help you but some people say, well, pastor, I don't read the Bible. I just come to church and I like to listen to the sermon and everything. I've got some favorite podcasts I listen to. 
Because the truth of the matter is, when I sit down and I try to read Scripture, I don't understand it. Good. And, and what happens as a result then, they cast aside the word of the Lord on the basis that they don't understand it. Well, can I tell you that it was never intended for your finite mind to be able to understand the word of the Lord? No scripture ever came by private interpretation, Peter says to the church. But holy men of old wrote as they were moved by the Spirit of God. And I'm telling you the same way that this word came in written form through the inspiration and through the breath of God is the same way that it will take life in your heart and in your mind as the Spirit of the Lord begins to open things up. It's not about your private interpretation or understanding, but but scripture interprets scripture and you may not understand it now but you incline your ear to it and you seek understanding and you keep reading and you keep reading and soon enough you'll run up on that principle again in the word and all of a sudden a light bulb will go off and a lightning bolt in your spirit and you'll understand not only what you've read in that moment but you'll understand things that you've read in the past that you didn't understand because the spirit of the Lord will quicken your understanding and you'll get it Apply your heart to seek understanding. Cry out for discernment. Cry out for discernment. Lift your voice for understanding. And why all the fuss? Why all the fuss about this? Why, why all this urgency to action? Because we live in a very automated generation. I mean, we've got easy buttons all over the place, don't we? I mean, we, you know, people talk about the good old days and this and this, and there was a value to simplicity and everything. I get that, but I'm going to tell you what. I enjoy the easy buttons. Come on, somebody, right? I mean, you know, we, we've got all these things that are just dropped in our laps. We, we, we're in a generation where we want the wage without the work. We, we want the reward without the effort. But I want to tell you something today, church. Pursuing wisdom is going to cost you. Pursuing wisdom is going to require the discipline of discipleship to get into your word and to spend time with the Lord. But I want to encourage you today because the reward is worth the investment. You're going to get the ROI. And here it is. I want to share several of these things with you here. We're going to stay right here in Proverbs chapter 2 for just a few more minutes. But wisdom, wisdom sown in our lives yields fruit. It yields a produce. The first of those I want to share with you today is preservation. Skip down to verse 10 here together and we're going to read. It says, when wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil. Discretion will preserve you. I, I think Pastor Lisa and I talk about this often, but I think one of the most grievous things to our heart right now is in this generation is the seeming lack of discernment and discretion in this generation I mean it, it is incredible sometimes to hear even people who claim the name of Christ to say some of the things they say and you know hear some of the opinions and and and, and ideologies that they've espoused because they are they are damning they're damaging to the spirit and and they just embrace those things ideologically and, and, and they're harmful. But the, the, uh, Solomon here says that discretion will preserve you. 
And, and you say, well, wait a minute, Pastor. Don't you think those people are sincere? They seem so sincere. Well, I do think they're sincere. I, I believe they're sincere. But here's the deal. You can be sincere in what you believe and how you behave and be sincerely wrong. Sincerity is no replacement for truth. And discernment and discretion come through truth. Standing in the truth of God. Inclining our ear to that word. And if we're honest, most of us could probably admit to hardships in this life that could have been easily avoided had we exercised discretion. Discretion. Number two, longevity and peace. Proverbs chapter 3, my son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. Now, that we need to understand there that, that word keep the commandment, it's not just a simple committing to memory, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a committing ourselves to walking in that revelation, to operating in accordance with. And he says, for the length of days and long life and peace. That's, that's so important. For length of days and long life and peace will be added to you. Listen, I, I remember the old Dottie Rambo song about never been this homesick before. And they talk about this world being a wilderness, right? And sometimes this world is a wilderness. This world affords us great difficulty and hardship. And if I've got to live in that void, the peace of God, I don't want any part of it. I'm ready to go. You understand what I'm saying? But if, if, if I've got the peace of God ruling and reigning in my life, where the presence of God is, there is the kingdom of God for me. Do you understand? that it doesn't matter whether you're in the whether you're in the lap of luxury in this life or you're down in the slum if the presence of God is there heaven has invaded that space heaven has reached down and it is sweet and it is peaceable and it's good and, 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 and Solomon says, length of days and long life and peace will be added to you if you'll walk in wisdom health and strength Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. A very familiar passage of Scripture. And lean not on your own understanding. That's, that's how we get to that place where we say, Lord, I, I know that I don't know. But God, you know. And in, in all my life, I want to yield to your Lordship. I'm going to acknowledge you, and you're going to direct my paths. I'm not going to be wise in my own eyes, but I'm going to fear you. I'm going to depart from evil, and it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones this is this is the posture here of subjecting ourselves to the lordship of christ that we spoke about last week and here solomon lists the great benefit of this measure of walking in wisdom he says it's going to be health to your flesh strength to your bones number three number whatever number i'm on i think it's four prosperity prosperity is a produce of walking in wisdom the next couple of verses are a little more challenging for us because we have to contextualize them a little bit, but I think, I think we can get the picture real quick. Walking in wisdom will yield prosperity in your life. Now, when I say that word, there's so much said about prosperity. I know in, in Christian television, and, and there's a lot, of, a lot of criticisms against the prosperity gospel, and I have some criticisms against the prosperity gospel myself, except that I, you know, where, where we run into trouble with that is when we lump the principle of prosperity in with the preaching of prosperity. 
because there is a clear principle of prosperity in the word of the Lord okay and and here's the thing when we begin to talk about prosperity in, in a biblical context it's not necessarily talking about flying all over the world in a private jet it's, it's not even talking about having every single luxury that this life affords, but it is talking about living a blessed and abundant life in Christ Jesus. Where we are able to stand and say, listen, I was once young, but now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or God's seed begging bread. I, don't have, I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. But I've learned in whatever state I am therewith to be content. That church is prosperity. That is prosperity. When we are living reliant on Jehovah Jireh for every need. He is the Lord our provider. We need not forget that. In the midst of all the criticisms and the arguments about who's doing this right and who's doing what wrong. We need to understand that he is still Jehovah Jireh. He will not leave you by the roadside broke, busted. But he will be the lifter of your head in your time of need. And you shall prosper in Jesus name. But the Lord says this, honor the Lord with, uh, the word of the Lord says this, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of all your increase. Now that's where we get the principle of the tithe from. We're to, we're to honor the Lord with the principle. And here's, here's, here's where God's wisdom is so much different than ours. Because you, you sat down, and I, I have heard this testimony over and over and over again. That somebody says, you know what? I, 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 w I was in a bad place I was in a bad way our family was having a hard time making it but we went to the church and we we heard the gospel of Jesus Christ and there at the altar our my, my, my me and my spouse we surrendered our lives to Christ and we understood that we needed to begin honoring the Lord with the first fruit of our increase and we sat down and we did that math and in our math there was already a gap between points a and point B I mean the money was running out long time before the month ever did and it seemed in our mind that to begin to take 10% off of that was only going to serve to widen that gap between the end of the money and the end of the month. But by faith, in obedience to the lordship of Jesus Christ and walking in the wisdom of God we committed ourselves to that tithe and said if the mortgage doesn't get paid if the rent doesn't go through if some of the groceries doesn't get bought we're going to honor the Lord with the first fruits he's going to get the tithe he's going to get it and over and over and over and I can tell you from decades of experience myself we sit down and we do the math and every time the gulf only widens but once we put it in God's hands God can do more with the 90% than we can with the 100 and if we will trust that 10 to him in his way in his time he works it all out and there we are with every need met we're not begging bread we're not been forsaken but we have been supplied for he is Jehovah Jireh Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Listen to this. This is where we got to contextualize a little bit because it just we don't have a lot of barns that we're filling with plenty. We just have yard implements and that's not really what's being talked about here. 
But Solomon says, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow. It's, it's an abundance. Your, your vats will overflow with new wine. Listen, these are not random. Sometimes we're reading through the scripture and we just feel like these are random disjointed thoughts like, you know, Proverbs 3, 1 and 2. Listen, son, don't forget my thoughts and and you know trust in the lord with all your heart and then all of a sudden oh by the way let me tell you about tithing no that's that's not the way this works that's not a random interjection it's a continuance in thought about walking in the wisdom of god and this is wisdom and and we look over in proverbs chapter 11 we find that some of the produce and i'm i'm hurrying up here so hang on tight part of the part of the produce that wisdom bears uh bears out in our lives is relational wholeness relational wholeness now here's here's an area here where we're gonna we're gonna understand a principle and even though the names and the faces will change from what's designated here in the scripture the principle will remain the same along the continuum of life okay proverbs chapter 11 and verse 12 says this he who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor but a man of understanding holds his peace now in this verse the absence of wisdom represents the catalyst for problems in the context of relationship are you with me the absence of wisdom indicates the catalyst for problems in the context of relationship now what's true here of of a of a man and his neighbor could be true of a husband and his wife a man and his children a man and his co-workers a woman co-workers however you however you want to contextualize that the principle remains the same and what you've got to understand is that you know by by virtue then of comparison to say that if the absence of wisdom is the catalyst for the issue for the strife for the strain then the presence of wisdom and the activation of wisdom in our lives will be the healing balm in those relationships and the thing that promotes continuity and consistency in those relationships sometimes in relationships and you might be able to identify with this but sometimes in relationships we'll cut our nose off to spite our face if we're not wise fullness of life Proverbs chapter 3 beginning in verse 21 my son let them not depart from your eyes but keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck and then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble you remember earlier we were talking about how that god was going to take the stumbling blocks that the enemy had put in front of you and turn them into stepping stones and here we are at this verse right here i hadn't even made the correlation until just right now then you will walk in safety and your foot will not stumble and when you lie down you will not be be afraid come on somebody that that would be a blessing to, to a lot of folks right there yeah some some of you right now if you just could if you could just get through life without a sleeping sleeping aid and just be able to lay down in peace and your mind just just rest in the lord that would be amazing wouldn't it amen and 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 here solomon says listen this is part of walking in wisdom when you lie down you will not be afraid yes you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet when i read this particular passage i was reminded of the words of jesus in matthew chapter 11 familiar verse to all of us it says come unto me all you who are labored and heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me 
for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls my yoke is easy and my burden is light I want to go full circle here we're going to go all the way back to where we started Proverbs chapter 4 the very first week beginning in verse 7 Solomon writes and says wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and in all you're getting get understanding exalt her and she will promote you and I just want I got to stop here and I got to ask the question is begging the question right now how many how many in this room and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that in some of these areas that we've talked about today all the all the different things that you know that walking in wisdom yields in our lives how many of you would say that in 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 the area of life in the arena of life that if you could just have some of those things ushered in it would be a great promotion it would be a, it would be a great elevation in lifestyle just to be able to live and walk in that abundance exalt her and she will promote you she will bring you honor when you embrace her she will place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory she will deliver to you listen we know that it's God's will it is God's will for you and I to walk in wisdom and and let me tell you something that is a product we talk about grace a lot and grace that's greater than all my sin and and you know that's true all of that's true grace though is so much more than just that Grace is also the favor of God on your life to be able to walk in abundance and to abide in victory and, and just stand firm in the faith. That, that's grace. That's a measure of grace also. And a measure of grace that's been given to us is this word. That I've been doing a lot of study lately about the, the, the writing of the word and you know how that nearly at least 40 something different authors over a span of 1500 different years had contributed as the spirit of the Lord moved upon them to to inspire a word for us that we have combined here in what we call the Bible and it's a it's a preservation of grace that through centuries of despots and tyrants who have tried to burn it and eradicate it from the face of the earth yet God has so meticulously preserved so that you and I today right here January 30th 2022 we can hold the word of life in our hand and we can open it up and we can seek to understand the wisdom of God we know that it's God's will that we walk in wisdom and we know from the word what it is to walk in wisdom and we know from the word also where wisdom begins in our lives it begins with a submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and we know the good things that it brings so I challenge you 2022 go deeper in wisdom go deeper in wisdom call out to her incline your ear to hear incline your heart to understand you don't you say pastor I don't understand when I read the Bible it's okay read it anyway it's life to you whether you understand it it's life 
But in due season, at the right time, the Holy Spirit will open your understanding. And you'll know the word of the Lord. You'll know the will of God. You'll know the life of God for you. And you'll understand it. I want you to stand with me all over. And I want to challenge you today. Pursue wisdom. I, I, I can't, I'm not going to belabor the moment. I can't do anything more than, than echo the word of Solomon to his son in urging him to action, in positioning himself to hear from God, to understand that word, to walk in that word. And I want to challenge you, church. Because I believe, that, I believe this with all my heart. And I, I know you hear Pastor Lisa and myself say this over and over and over again. But it is the word the Lord has given us. I believe with all my heart that there are great things in store for this church. And I, I'm, I, yes, I'm speaking from an organizational standpoint as far as us collectively. But who we are collectively is who we are individually we're, we're not just going to come in here one day and the switch flip but as each one of us begin to draw closer to God and closer to God and closer to God and we get deeper in the things of God and we rely more on the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the direction leadership of the Holy Spirit as each of us individually come in and we begin to gather collectively the dynamic of things that God is going to do in and through this church is going to change. And we're going to see greater things. Are you with me? We're going to see God doing greater things. And I hope you're hungry for it. I hope you're hungry for it. I, I hope you're a little bit nosy to hear from heaven. I hope you're, I hope you're just a, a, little, a little more interested in what the Lord is saying and speaking to your heart than you are the noises of this world and you're going to incline your ear more intently this year than ever before to hear what the Lord is saying to you. And I believe with his re revelation it's going to bring some great things. Amen. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Come on, if you believe that, give the Lord praise in this place today. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.